Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast, where we talk about training and life. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast. This is episode 52. We are doing back-to-back episode recordings, and it feels pretty good. I'm Hayden. This is Mitch. Mitch, what's going on, dude? Yeah, not much. Yeah, we kind of had a little bit of a an idea, you know, sometimes maybe have one episode roll, go for like a half oh, yeah. hour. Oh, yeah. Cut it, then jump right into the right into the next one. So we, we um, are just we are rallying right now and it, it does. It, <laughs> it feels great. Yeah. I like it because if you listen to 51, um, it had been a little while, you know, and I think this is a good strategy. We want to want to maintain the the number of, of shows that we've been putting out through, you know, through the year 2021 and heading into 22, it was just a little, it was a little challenging this, this first month, honestly. Um, we both had a couple new things happening and it was just hard to find the time. So yeah. you know, when we find the time, we might just double dip and then have, uh, have some of these episodes upload a little bit later. That way you still get some content uh, throughout the week. So that's where we're at. Uh, we hope you like the show. If um, if you're interested in going back and listening, we do have 51 other episodes of the podcast. It streams on Spotify, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. If you want to find us on social, you can at Hill Pursuit. Um, the website, hillpursuit.com, does also have a daily blog about fitness training life, everything in between. Um, and all the links to the other podcast episodes. Of course, we also have our email, hillpursuit at gmail.com. You don't get a whole lot of traction there, so it'd be pretty cool if, if you want to shoot us an email, say hi, ask a question, anything like that, please do. Uh, we would love to hear from you, have a conversation um, and all that stuff. So if you're following along, thanks for doing that. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, do all that stuff. And we will keep putting some content out there. So at the end of 51, episode 51, Mitch, you said you're getting back into or hoping to get back into jujitsu a little bit. It just got me thinking. We didn't bring it up at all that we were texting back and forth last night about the Penn State Iowa. I thought that, man. <laughs> and, uh, and actually, real quick, it's going to be like a little like sponsor shout out. I just finished my Jocko Go. Um, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about jujitsu? I just looked at my can here. Uh, I, I just had the, I'm a real big fan. Yeah, we, the, um, we, we've been meaning to tell our listeners we're now sponsored uh, and partnered, I, and partnered I, with the Jocko podcast. So yeah, don't get me um, that excited, dude. I'd be stoked. Yeah, um, no, I, I'm kidding. I am obviously kidding, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we did pay out of out of our own pocket. We did pay for uh, for the drink, and it is mighty delicious. Yeah, it was the afterburner orange, so it's one of my favorites. So, uh, uh, just to keep me going. But yeah, uh, when you said jujitsu, it made me look at my can here yeah. on my desk. But yeah, man, what a match! Um, I didn't get to watch it. Obviously, I don't have uh, the Big Ten Network, but you you text. Obviously, knew they were wrestling. And um, it's funny, you when you text me about that match, I was watching last week's match against Michigan. Oh, um, so um, I uh, I could not wait, uh, and you were kind of keeping me up to date. And um, yeah, you tell me about it, man. You you watched it, man. It was 
Uh, well, I'll say first, that's by far the most wrestling I've watched this year. You know, um, mm. it had that that match had so much hype, you know, yeah. one in, number one, number two. They hadn't met each other. I think it was, you know, two years because of COVID last season. Mm-hmm. So it had been a while. And I think we I say we I think Penn State lost to Iowa the last time. Right. In yeah. 20 in 2020. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. I think it was really close, but I'm pretty sure Penn State lost to Iowa last time. But, man, it was just every matchup was was so entertaining. I think there was literally one matchup that we got smoked that that wasn't entertaining, but every other weight class was just like you just didn't know. You did not know who was going to win. I mean, there were, yeah. you know, there were a couple of studs where you're like, okay – this, this might end quickly, but ended up being a good match, even if they did win. But, um, yeah, it was – how many, like, number one versus number two matchup, yeah. matchups there were. Yeah. It was yeah. at, least, at least three. At least three, one versus two in the nation. It was insane. Yeah. It was yeah. just so wildly entertaining. I mean, I don't have a huge wrestling background. I have a little bit – I have enough to to watch that and, and make me miss it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just – it's another, that's another level of athlete when you get to that, especially that level of wrestling. It's just, it's unreal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mean I, I would just love to be a fly on the wall in some of those rooms and, and see what they're doing. And Oh my gosh. The intensity that's there. Yeah. Absurd. I, I even heard um, one of the announcers was referencing what Penn state does in practice they, he said they do it almost every day. They're tying their arms around their around their back, tying one arm around their back and wrestling each other, like live live scenarios with an arm tied around your back. I mean, they have they have a coach that was I think what was he 189 and 0 in college, you know, probably one of the best to ever walk the earth in terms of wrestling. So um, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that is just insanity. I mean, you have a little bit of a background, um, a little bit, obviously, more of a, much more of a background than I do. But man, that I just appreciate the heck out of those athletes so much. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. I obviously don't have a Division One background, um, but I have known people that have wrestled Division One, and there's Division One, and then there's like Penn State, Iowa level. I'm sure. And I, I mean, I just, I can't imagine, I'm sure those, you know, those kids are putting in hours of practice a day, you know, between like one-on-ones, their actual practice and the strength conditioning and let alone, let alone watching your weight. You know, that's, that's the unique thing about wrestling. It's like, you're not just showing up and being in, you're probably not in the best, you know, how do I say this? Um, you're in great physical condition, but there obviously is other stressors that are weighing on you and to come out and perform like you do like they do is just it's crazy so it's a mental it's a mental battle 100 percent yeah i mean we talked about um a little bit of food in our last cast in 50 in 51 um i mean that that's that's a great little uh a little segue into into wrestling and and the importance of watching watching your food intake and making sure you're getting enough calories not just that your ratios are where they need to be but 
that you're getting enough food. I mean, you yeah. even you even mentioned that you have to eat more in single sittings because you don't know when you're going to eat next. You know, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine how how detailed wrestlers have to be with their food to stay at 141. You know, I I can't I can't even imagine it. And by the way, being 50 pounds heavier than 141, I would never want to even sniff the mat with with a Penn State Iowa 141 pounder. Oh my gosh! No, dude, they probably could they probably could tag me with one arm behind their back at that weight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, yeah, like you said, I would be awesome to be in like a room, you know, just to see what those kids do and you know it's probably day in and day out too it's probably just absurd yeah i, I mean yeah okay moving on anyways so you missed jujitsu you're gonna get back into jujitsu um, yeah. what, what does that you know like what does that look like for you um in terms of days per week what's the intensity who you rolling around with like What's that look like? Yeah. So actually, I'm going to be switching up gyms here. Not for, um, okay. not because not I have anything against the gym I was training at, just more of, uh, more, it's just, it's just better. Honestly, probably like financially better. Um, and uh, so it's going to be people I know. And it's just honestly someone that has a bunch of mats at, at their place and they have a bunch of people, a couple of black belts that come in and run it. Um, I haven't gone yet. Um, so I'm not sure the intensity, you know, I'm sure I, people that I know that go there hundred percent know they're going to be getting after it. Um, so it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, so we'll see, um, but frequency dude, it all depends on my work schedule. Actually, um, you know, when I'm on, when I'm doing certain rotations, I might not even get there one day a week, maybe one day a week. And then other weeks I might get there too. Um, so kind of supplement you know i'll probably use that as a conditioning supplement you know on days that i train jujitsu i probably won't condition or that'll take two of my days um now right now conditioning is not at the forefront of my training but as i always say i don't neglect anything um so i'm looking at i'm looking forward to get into it i know they're they're gi heavy um and i don't for people that know jujitsu um, there's gi and no gi when no gi is, you know, you're pretty much in shorts and t-shirt and gi is when you wear, you know, a gi. And if you don't know what it is, it's pretty much long pants, long, heavy top with a belt. And um, that's different for me. I feel like I get caught a lot, you know, especially coming from a wrestling background. I didn't have to worry about someone grabbing my clothing. You know, I kind of just yeah. had to worry about my body and getting tossed. Um, so yeah, it would definitely be exciting. I'll be jiu-jitsu you're always learning that's the cool thing and when if you if people have wrestled and go to a jiu-jitsu you definitely have to learn to slow down like it's wrestling is kind of just go 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 constant not saying jiu-jitsu you're not go 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 but it's like it's more of a chess match like wrestling you can kind of just grind someone and force something and if you jiu-jitsu if you try to force something you just might find yourself in a bad bad spot you know it's usually like you get to a certain point and then there's like a small flurry to try like to slow and set things up again. So um, it's different. Yeah. So uh, I have a couple things, but um, with jujitsu, I don't have a whole lot of experience with it aside from maybe watching an MMA fight and seeing athletes who specialize it, use it. 
Right. Um, but I would say that, and correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like it's a lot more tactical and very, a, lot, yeah. a lot more like very, very precise, fine skills that you need to be good at it, which isn't, I'm not, I'm not saying that's not the case with wrestling, but you're right. You can kind of just grind somebody down in wrestling, but I feel like jujitsu is probably a lot more tactical. Yeah, let's put it this way. So like back in wrestling, man, um, I was not a technician in wrestling whatsoever. I started late in life um, in wrestling. So I just had to rely on being in shape and yeah. having decent technique and, you know, have somewhat of strength. And dude, I could, I could grind someone down in like third period. I was just in better shape than you're going to be. And then I would just keep going and gotcha. jujitsu, jujitsu, man, if you could be in, you could be strong, I'm not saying strength and speed and being in shape does not help because it absolutely does. Um, but I have gone against people that are as strong as me and as conditioned me, but they know more jujitsu and I get made look like a mockery, <laughs> you know, it's like, how could someone toy with me like that? So it definitely is more of a, uh, a technician's game. Yeah, that's really, like definitely interested in that i don't think i i don't think i have uh have the skills to to really roll around with anybody but um that's just super intriguing to me i i it's interesting to hear that that um not that you didn't have skills but you were highly conditioned in wrestling you still are now and you're learning skills and the people with skills are smoking you is which is just mind-blowing to me if people knew you and knew that someone could smoke you in anything that'd be be a surprise to a lot of people but um so something else that that came up when you were talking a little bit so with jujitsu that's that's a you know you're training by yourself yeah that's that's one versus one you know it's not like you're tagging somebody in or you know Mm -hmm. you're on your own like and you, you also did like a bunch of team sports. I used to do team sports and I kind of have, I'm kind of on a, you know, a solo sport athlete now myself. Um, you know, what's, let's talk about that a little bit and how like training is affected if you're doing stuff by yourself or in like a team setting. Like, I feel like, um, you know, even, you know, thinking back to, and I've trained with people since, but even thinking back to when you and me trained a couple times over just one weekend when we were together, you know, whatever it was a month or so ago, um, like that was really cool. And yeah. it's not like, you know, it's not like we did the hardest workouts in the world or um, it wasn't like we pushed crazy, crazy hard or anything, but um, it was just fun to train with people, you know? Mm-hmm. And dude, I don't, I hardly do that at all. You know, sometimes I'll like run alongside somebody for a little bit or, you know, um, my wife and I will be like on the bike at the same time, like super random, but it does happen, you know? So, um, I don't know, like it just kind of, just kind of triggered something that I should bring it up and, and see, see where this goes. Like how's training differ when you're by yourself or when you're with somebody or in a team setting? I think you hit the nail on the head, man. It's, I mean, obviously you push as hard as you want, but there's nothing like training with someone that can match your intensity or is more intense. Like training with someone that is more intense than you, like, you know, I think you and I are both, when we train, I think we're both pretty intense about it. Um, So to find someone that's more, not 
this is not like to come off arrogant at all. It's just, I like to trade intense. Like that's, you know, that's how I do it. And if I can find someone that's more intense, it's special, man. And, um, or just better than me, you know, that's, that's cool. Um, training by myself at home, it's different than jujitsu because, you know, jujitsu, I'm so, I'm new to the sport. I'm pretty new. Like I've dabbled in it, obviously. Um, so it's like, no matter who I'm going against, you know, they're, they're gonna, if they have somewhat of experience, maybe they're not going as hard, but I, I need to pay that much more attention to what I'm doing. Does that make sense? Like they could be a white belt that's been doing it consistently for two years, but I could be going in. I, I still have to, my mind has to be that much more focused and they might not be working hard, but I might be maybe not physically, but mentally, um, like every move is kind of calculated. Um, but you know, that brings me back to that point where I've gone against someone and you know, this kid's a monster, you know, he kind of reminds me of Ken. Um, okay. that's, it, it, when, when I say this to the person, um, <laughs> at the gym that I used to go to, um, he's a freak. He's like, I don't know, maybe 180 pounds. He told me that he just pulled like, I forget. It was something disgusting and you would never guess it. And I think we, I think we rolled like three minutes. I think I stopped counting and I got submitted like eight times in three minutes. <laughs> and, um, dude, it was, it was just disgusting. Um, so like, but someone like that, man, um, yeah, do that. They, and like more conditioning and he's, he's probably more conditioned than I am. And you see that it pushes you. Um, but if like you would go to train, I think it's all who you train with. And if someone's like not, not where you are, like if you're in the weight room and there's someone that's, you know, they're just kind of lollygagging around and you're training with them, kind of frustrating. I won't lie. <laughs> because especially if it's a day in and day out thing, I'm not saying I don't like to push someone and be a mentor to someone. Absolutely. But, you know, if you're there to get better, it's definitely good to have someone as good or better, I think, than you to, to train with. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely, 100%. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think um, another big thing with individual versus like the team setting or even just individual versus a training partner setting is like there's no one to, you know, especially in jujitsu, it's not like you have a training partner. You're not like you're not doing the same move against one athlete it's 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 not like you're both bench pressing you know what i mean you're mm -hmm. if you have a training partner in jujitsu they're they're trying to submit you right like that's not, okay. not go ahead unless you're drilling that kind of comes to me like say you're drilling a move then this is where a training partner is good it's like if you're drilling and you're having someone that hey you're drilling and they'll do the move then they kind of just like nonchalantly get back to the starting position sure, sure. You know, you have five minutes to drill. Maybe you're with someone that, hey, you could get a move in like 30 times within five minutes versus someone that's kind of eh, going through the motions where you get it in like 10. There, I think there's a difference, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I guess I just mean, you know, you're not on the same side. You're opposing one another is what I'm, you know what right. I mean? Okay, yeah, I got you. If you and me go to the gym together, we're both going to bench. We're both going to, you know, we'll both do the same type of movements, right? We'll right. We'll train together in an individual like setting or sport, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's no hiding anywhere, you know, yeah, like, let's, you know, let's say you go to the gym with someone who's lollygagging around, they can probably hide behind you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they could make, they could make a, they could get a horrible workout in for themselves and, you know, just kind of stroll, stroll around and, skip some sets and drop the intensity and you know, whatever. 
and get a completely different workout than you and just kind of hide behind it and, you know, say, oh, yeah, I worked out. I worked out with Mitch today. Did, did you hear mm-hmm. that? I worked out with Mitch today. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's kind of, that's but, like going to the gym with a guy that's like, like you know, he, yeah, he, he's the one guy that pulls like 700 pounds and you're over there like 225. <laughs> like You're yeah. hanging out with him, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just, I just think that, you know, there's something to be said. Like you have to have a certain amount of, you have to have a certain amount of guts to, to, you know, be any level of successful in individual sports. Um, because if you do great, you know, of course you're going to get all the credit, <clears throat> but if you do bad, there's no, there's no excuse to be made. There's no, Oh, my quarterback didn't throw to me enough times or, you know, I wasn't getting blocks. You know, I, I had nowhere to run, you know, um, you know, the, the refs weren't calling, the refs weren't calling any, anything against me. You know, I was, I kept getting fouled every time I drove the lane, you know, like there's no excuse when it's an individual sport, it's you, it's you versus your opponent. And if you lose, you lost because of you. That's it. Yeah. I think it's it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. And it's, I think the same, I think it just like, it extrapolates the whole way down to training on your own too. Like if, if you're training on your own for something and then that something comes around or how well are you going to do, are you going to do good on it? Or are you going to do bad on it? How well you do is a reflection of how well you trained on your own. You know, like you go to the gym you know, let's say you go lift and, and you don't go to the gym. I know you go to your garage, which is, which is great, but you're by yourself. So let's say you have a powerlifting meet in, in four months, <clears throat> in four months, in four months, we're going to know how well you trained by yourself in your garage. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean, I just, I think that's so unique. And I, I think there's a, there's a lot to be said. Uh, you can really speak to that in terms of, um, how difficult it is to be like an individual athlete and even not even an athlete setting, but just how, how unique it is to train like that and just train by yourself. Like lots of people need support systems and like discipline, man, discipline and self accountability, man. Yeah. Like we said, it's great to train with people who push you, but not everybody has that atmosphere. So if you don't, well, now what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's, and the people think like, oh, okay, so you're, you Iron Man, right? Um, you know, no matter what, like, especially, I guess you could be in like an Iron Man club or whatever, where you go run with people or swim with people, but nine chances out of 10, that's probably not happening. So, I mean, no matter what, you're still the one running, like, no matter what, you really, no one can hold you back. Um, but then if you have a sport like wrestling, or jujitsu, you probably have a drilling partner that you probably go with a lot, right? Um, you know, this is personal experience. You know, I, I always usually had the same drilling partner in school. Um, and it was for a reason, you know, we push each other. And if, and that's kind of like, people always say like, oh, that, that's an individual sport. Yes, it is. But people don't see what happens behind the scenes because they're, I don't think I was closer to anyone, but like my wrestling team, you're always together you'd literally go through the suck together like every day. Um, and you're literally ragging on someone else when you're both like out of breath and just about to puke. 
you're literally like hanging on to each other and um that's unique like nothing can build that so like that that team forging there i think if you can go through that that suck together that when you get step out on that mat by yourself your confidence is just through the roof and um that i think that that's what enhances like that individual aspect is like what you put together and it and, and dude it's like that even in football too like no matter if you put it in like a team sport if you like you look at a sport like football you you can break it down and like you are one of 11 yes you might be able to hide someone but if you take that self-accountability you better do your role like break it down and do your role and um everything is individual i don't care what anyone says like yes you are a team but if if you are sucking at your one out of that 11 spots you are affecting the team and um that's what i always think no matter what there is an individual level of every sport yeah that's a that's a, that's a really great perspective um you know i i don't have uh i don't have any personal football experience but you know basketball, baseball, stuff like that. Um, yeah. I mean, you're practicing with these people who, you know, you're essentially like suffering with, like you said, you're running sprints until you can't see straight and you're running around a gym in circles with 40 pounds over your head until the first person throws up because your coach is a psychopath. (laughs) And can you tell that I can remember some of these (laughs) events clearly Dude, we used um, to run steps until the uh these are like war stories we used to like run the steps until the whole like it was like in glass until you couldn't see out of the glass man until it was just fall completely that, <laughs> that is wild mm-hmm. yeah i mean could you imagine not to get off track could you imagine if a coach did that now they'd be fired in a second you know what i mean like you're not allowed to yeah, I, don't get me wrong. I'm sure they still do some crazy stuff, but it, everybody's so soft anymore. It's wild. Like you probably can't do anything like that. <laughs> um, I don't even remember exactly what I was saying, but you know, you suffer with these people and you know, you, you learn to rely on them when you get into that team setting. Um, and like you said, like everybody has their own individual responsibility and their individual role. And you rely on everyone to do that. So, yeah, in a sense, you know, if if you still fail in a team setting, there can be individual blame placed. And, you know, for the most part, I think I think in a team setting, there's probably less individual blame, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, blame being placed or responsibility and probably more so, OK, if, if this person didn't play well tonight, well, maybe nobody else gave him the opportunity to do that. And maybe we didn't lift him up if he was struggling, you know what I mean? Like there's probably, you know, and I don't, I don't know exactly how that translates to, to training necessarily, but I think, um, I, th- I think basically, the, you know, where I was going with this or what triggered in my head when you were talking about it earlier was just, there's a lot that can be done behind the scenes individually. <clears throat> and whether or not you're an individual sport athlete, which I guess wrestling is considered an individual sport, individual sport athlete, even though, like you said, and I agree, it's very team oriented. And, you know, that, that those forged relationships of, um, you know, relying on someone when you're, when you feel like you're near death, obviously that brings teams together and that can, 
that can manifest in competition, even if it is just an individual one-on-one. But um, I think uh, that what you can do on your own um, it can just speak volumes. And, um, you know, there's really nowhere to hide when, you know, the, the, the curtain is opened and it's time to show what you've been doing on your own, you know? And um, a lot of people, I think, have an idea of, you know, wanting to do something or compete in something and then not actually putting in that work on your own. And whether it's a sport or whether you just train on your own and you have some goals, you know, this this can be very, very high level sport competition or it can be recreational exercise. You want to lose 70 pounds in nine months. Well, get to work. You're on your own. Let's, you know, maybe you're not on your own, but let's say you are nine months from now, where are you at? If you didn't lose 70 pounds, you were the only one who can do the work. Right. You know, and it's just so powerful. Go ahead. No, and do that. There's like that saying is like so cliche, but it is so true. It's like, you are, you're like, you are who you are. This is like, I'm not saying it verbatim, but you are, you are, you are who you are when no one else is watching. Like, that's so true. Um, you know, when you, you know, when you're out in the gym, like, Hey, I'm going to go train. Like, okay, I'm by myself. Like, oh, are you going to make the right choice today? Or are you going to make the wrong choice? Is it influenced by if someone's watching you? You know, like, it, you know, you hear that saying all the time, but it does hold, I think it holds its salt um, for sure. And, um, you know, how many, you and I go out in our garages, probably mostly by ourselves or out on the road, you go out on the road and you're by yourself. And how many days don't you want to do it? How, how many days don't you want to do it? Probably a few. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You know, those are the days you drag yourself on and out. Um, and yeah, I think like you said, no one else can do the work. If if you say you're, if I if you I say I want to, if I say I have a goal to to deadlift 500 pounds by this year, this time next year, and I don't do it, and it's a reasonable goal. Let's put it as reasonable. You know, like say I'm in, say I'm like pulling 480, and you know I I could be, I don't do it. You know, I probably either I got hurt or I didn't put in the work. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like that a lot. You are who you are when no one else is watching. And I I know what you mean. I I think that sounds perfect. I know you're saying it might not be worded right, but um, yeah, I like that a lot. I think, uh, I think there's, there's definitely days when, you know, you might be training alone and you might feel, you know, a little less motivated. And I do think it's important to sometimes find a way to train with other people sometimes, even if it's just like, you know, it's not anything consistent. It's just like, Hey, let's go lift together. You know, it's been a while since we caught up, let's get a lift session and then chat for a little bit or something, you know, like I've uh, literally not trained with anybody for, I don't even know how long aside from that weekend with you, I guess. Um, you know, I say I'm, I'm down in here with my wife sometimes that's just kind of having fun. It's not just like, I'm not like grinding in, in zone four or anything. I'm just like having fun working out with her, you know, which is great and very important too. But um, I often, not to cut you off. I often wonder like if I live by you and I trained with you a lot or train with someone like you, how much better I would be. Like, I really think I would probably be a better lifter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those things like, I mean, I feel the same way. I feel the same way about being close to you also i mean it i feel like uh you know you find somebody who can push you 
<clears throat> and it's not like you have to train with them every single day, but you know, just scratch the surface from time to time. And yeah, um, like I have a, I have a little race that I'm doing in about a month. Actually, it's, it's a 10 mile road race, just a, just a running race. And, um, I'm essentially just using it as like a time trial. I'm just going to push as hard as I absolutely can for 10 miles and, you know, be done in somewhere between 80 and 90 minutes, hopefully maybe a, a little bit quicker, but, um, one of my friends is running it too. And he's like very, very fast, <laughs> like way faster than me, like more of a traditional endurance athlete than I am. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm in the world, but you know, you got, if people hear me talk about this and think that I'm like some ex, super experienced endurance athlete, I'm definitely not like I've, I've run a couple marathons and <laughs> uh, like, I, I really enjoy it, but I'm definitely more of a strength power athlete traditionally. And my body is like slowly changing into <laughs> being better at endurance sports. So I'm definitely not like your quote experienced endurance athlete, but I do really, really enjoy it lately. But anyway, this guy is a lot more of that traditional uh, athlete. And uh, I remember I ran with him a couple times. And in those times, I ran really, really well with him. Like, yeah, it, it might have just been like five, six miles, like short runs here and there. But he's so good. He's so good that he pushes me to to run like really well in those moments so we already talked and we said we're gonna run a couple times before the race just to like one we haven't seen each other in a while so we're gonna catch up and also just to call it a training run for him it'll be more of a recovery run for me it'll be more of a training <laughs> it'll be more of a training run but um you know those are the kinds of people you need to not necessarily be with every day but just like touch base with from time to time you know like and, and you're right. Like if we were closer, not saying we'd work out every day, obviously we wouldn't, it wouldn't work perfectly, but if we just touched base and got a session in like once a week or once every other week, even that would, that's like what you need sometimes just to, just to like give you some new motivation and maybe, maybe make some muscles sore that you haven't made sore in a little while. You know what I mean? So, um, if you don't have that, you know, find it. And, uh, I can do a better job at finding it too. I'm, I'm lucky that I'm going to run with this guy in a couple of weeks here, but um, I think that's. Yeah. A I have a, yeah no, I have a buddy that I train with too here and there, you know, he, you know, like you said, it doesn't happen every day. And when we do train together, it's usually, usually helps, obviously, you know, we, we push each other. Um, but do that do that day that you and I train together. I probably did that session. Couldn't tell you how many times, cause I was at the, the tail end of my training cycle and that was definitely the top three, you know, outputs I probably had oh, since nice. I started this program. Um, yeah, and I can only attest to that. That I mean, being, you know, maybe I had a little bit, but I could probably have been feeling crappy, but I think just the, the atmosphere we set yeah. definitely yeah. catapulted it. It's just fun to train with people. It just is. So even if I think that's the summary here, <laughs> even if you're an individual sport athlete, rely on some other people sometimes, you know, um, you know, I, I can speak to it. I know you can speak to it in terms of training in terms of my sport. I can certainly speak to it. It's important to find people. Sometimes I need to do a better job of it, but when I do it, I know it's so, so valuable. So, um, if that's you find somebody you can, um, 
you can call on from time to time just to keep that momentum in the right direction and um, good things can happen for sure. Actually, I think that's, that's probably a good wrap up spot. You got anything else? No, let's wrap this one up. It was good. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, if you listen this whole time, thanks for listening. Um, like the podcast, share it, subscribe. We would really appreciate it. Um, this is episode 52. There's 51 others. <clears throat> you can find those 51 other episodes and this one on our website, hillpursuit.com. Um, the podcast streams on Spotify, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. All the links are on the website. Check out the daily blog on the website as well, and um, also our social, at Hill Pursuit. Follow us, subscribe to us, send us messages. We would just love to love to start some conversations and, and meet some of you. So um, if you're interested, please do so. Thanks for listening, um, and we'll see you next time.